Hey everyone, welcome back to the channel. Uh, welcome back to the Crit Hit Wild podcast. I'm Jared, your host as always. Joining with me is Brad and Fred and Brandon from the beach. How's the beach, Brandon? The beach is definitely better than West Virginia. That's fair. I mean, In case anyone was wondering. Well, uh, hopefully the weather's treating you good there. How are you, uh, Fred and Brad? I'm doing fine. I'm... I'm enjoying the weather here in, in sunny West Virginia. It was pretty nice day today. It, it actually, it was, tonight's was, today was very nice. I never leave that was house. yesterday. Yesterday was unbelievably hot. Did it not storm yesterday? And no, then yesterday, it's... I had like dump a bucket of water on them. It stormed the day before. Yeah, it was, it was a catastrophic rainstorm. A catastrophic thunderstorm came through. Uh, on Tuesday. <laughs> Fun fact: I think that storm uh, drove a bat to go into my attic. So, oh boy! <laughs> yeah, I don't hear them anymore. I think that I, I've heard that when it storms really bad, bats' uh, sonars get thrown all out of whack, uh -huh. and they'll just find like random spots to like go hide. So I guess one yeah. somehow got into my house, and I haven't heard it for the last couple of days, so I'm assuming that it left the next day and didn't come back, but yeah. Well, good. Excited. Well, so good. COVID-22 is starting at your house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be like, uh, oh, what was that movie with Gwyneth Paltrow? Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. What was the name of that movie? Outbreak, Pandemic. Oh, crap. Contagion. Pen is yeah, I think that maybe that's what it was. Yeah, that was actually a really good movie. It was. And one, wasn't it like a bat? Wasn't that something? Or she had something that was like contaminated by an it animal? It was. I don't know. Something like a bat bit a pig and then a drop it of was... its blood got in the food, uh, food or something. Yeah, and yeah. She, got, she got sick when she was out cheating her husband so that's a lesson don't cheat or else you get viruses that kill millions of people it was a shockingly shockingly prescient movie oh yeah for, absolutely for the for the next couple years <laughs> well oh, oh, the the one thing that it didn't get correct is everyone took the vaccine that's fair well uh moving on into, uh, I guess, news and announcements. Uh, we have been absolutely slammed with, uh, well, I guess not slammed, but we've been getting hit with back-to-back uh, -back, uh, new characters. So this week we're going to be taking a look at Ursa Major, and uh, as of today, as of recording, uh, Malekith just dropped. So we'll, we'll save we'll save our, our takes on him for next episode, but... Uh, looking good, looking looking real good. I'm I'm a fan of what they're choosing to do with the leaders of affiliations here recently. So, you bite your tongue, you bite your tongue. That's content for next episode. Ah, it's just a little teaser, just a little peek under the tent. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, they're... A, a, a lifting of the veil, if you will. I guarantee Brandon will uh, have a list ready to share with us. Brandon's so <laughs> excited. Maybe we should just let him run the whole episode. Well, we don't even speak. I am excited. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying not. To, I'm trying to control myself so Fred doesn't yell at me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, a lot of stuff uh, coming out here recently. We have. Uh, let's see. I guess we got Malekith this week. I can't imagine that we won't be seeing Red Guardian soon for uh, Winter Guard. But I mean, I, I would imagine it's next week. But we'll see. It was odd that those came that came out of order. Uh, yeah, but well, it's because many extravaganzas going on right now. Mm. Yeah, they wanted something. Oh, big it is, and, isn't it? I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. That's why there's a bunch of Legion announcements today. Well, hopefully we get some more MCP stuff uh, over the next couple couple days. But um, the MCP things tomorrow at noon our time. Yeah, uh, they're going to do a. They still have a stream game going, don't they? Yeah, that one's on Saturday, so I'll be at the tournament. Well, uh, I guess 
it goes without saying that you've done some updates to Cerebro as far as putting the new characters in, but uh, yeah. is there anything else going on with Cerebro? Yeah, I made an update either today or yesterday is the latest one, and it's just a behind-the-scenes thing, so I can capture some anonymous data. Uh, but before that, I added a bunch of stuff. Um, I added a little note to slide items for more options so that people can hopefully notice slide the little items now. Uh there's a weird thing with the resources section that I fixed. So if you if the resource leaves the site, it'll open in a new window now. Because the back button doesn't work on Chrome. It's oh, like okay. the only thing it doesn't work on. Uh, I also made it so that, you know how when you start typing something and then you realize I meant to be on affiliations, but I'm actually on names? Uh, now, when you switch over to affiliation, it will refilter. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, so it does that no matter what you're switching to. And oh, I added the card pack. Um, added. I yeah, I didn't have the card pack on there, and I marked some cards that came out in like the Asgard pack and stuff that I hadn't marked. That they came out in it. So all that stuff's working now. Sounds like some nice little quality of life changes and some standard yeah. updates. So, all right. Well, what have you guys been doing in the hobby world lately? I guess not just with MCP, but just anything you guys been doing very much. Well, I, I have not been doing anything, but uh, my my significant other has uh, painted Black Dwarf. Oh, nice. I think I brought this up last. Uh, last time, but he is now finished. And he looks awesome. Awesome enough that I probably will be bringing him in my roster to the tournament on Saturday. Fred, may I That's request awesome. that you take a picture and post it in the Discord, please? Uh, I will as soon as I'm back inside. I'm ashamed that you didn't do that to begin with as soon as it was done. Well, it's supposed to be a surprise. It's supposed to be a surprise. Yeah, you could surprise well, how me at my home. To me and Jared, since we won't be at the tournament, it'll be a surprise to Brad. Yeah. Oh, okay. Does that seem fair? Well, I will do that. I will do that shortly. Uh, That's why we love you. I, yesterday, put together Heimdall so that Ooh. I could play him with my brotherhood last night. Um... And then didn't get to play him. So oh. you're probably the first one that's actually put together that kit. How is the kit? Like, how do you rate it amongst the other kits they've released so far? Is it um, easy? Is it not, hard? I've not put the Rainbow Bridge pieces on yet. Because I'm going to spray them separately white. Just white. On a scale uh, of, of Ms. Marvel to Honey Badger, where are we looking? <laughs> Honey Badgers. Well, Brandon can do it without complaining to <laughs> normal people. Uh, Brandon would definitely complain a little bit, but he always does. I don't think it's too bad. Um, the only real thing I ran into is there's this weird bit where the rainbow bridge is supposed to go in his foot, and that's just, it's not going to work. Mm. Unless you. I don't know. Unless you plan for that, I guess maybe it could work. I don't see how it could work. It's not too bad. What about Scourge? I've not put Scourge together yet because I wasn't planning on playing him yesterday. Have you? Did you? Do you happen to know how many pieces he was on Sprue? Like, did he look rough? Well, I've got the box right here. Let's take a look. Take a little peeky peek. Okay. Well, his axe is four parts. Huh. What the fuck? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he has seven pieces. He's got each arm, each leg, two for his torso, and then one for his head and shoulder. That's not too bad. He immediately oh, no. Nope. There's another piece there. Immediately triggered um, Brandon. <laughs> his his shoulder, his shoulder and his head are two different pieces. What is that? I don't like oh, it. that's the rock he's standing on. That's not a shoulder. 
He's got boulder shoulders though, so I could see where you got confused. So it sounds like he's pretty straightforward as like most. He people. he is, yeah. Um, Fuck, if you don't concerned. if you don't count the Rainbow Bridge, Heimdall's similar, but he's got the three pieces of Rainbow Bridge that gotta get on there. All right, doesn't sound like they're overall for. for People who are your more normal hobbies uh, doesn't seem like they'll be that bad. So, no, I haven't. I don't think I've really ran across anything that's wanted me to like vomit since I put Sherry together. I think she's been like the only one. Did you buy Wasp? I actually haven't even put Wasp together yet. I have had she's no desire the worst to model. Is she? I, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not her, put her upper together. arms are two pieces in that the front of her arm and the back of her arm. Are two different pieces. Yeah, that sounds awful. I thought, well, the I, Black Widow's Agent of Shield are three pieces, right? Well, no, I don't mean upper arm and lower arm. I mean front and back. Like yeah, her, is... her bicep and her tricep are two different don't pieces. You have, don't you have arms and then like two parts of a blaster or like the wrist things for Black Widow? I don't remember anything being as bad as Lost. I hated her. Uh, Wasp was miserable, but I didn't even. I looked at Core Box Black Widow's instructions and put it right back in the box. Uh, uh, Ultron was pretty bad in the Core Box. I thought Ultron was fine. I think that I think he was. I think he was bad if you went into it blind. Because the instructions, yeah, the instructions were a little a little wonky too. I think it was actually uh, Jason White out of Morgantown. He actually made a post or something like that talking about how Ultron was like really weird. I think he actually linked a video that went over the assembly. I think I watched that, so I actually didn't have too hard of a time with him, but I heard that he was actually a tough one. Yeah, I had a lot of trouble. Well, and he was one of the first models that I put together because I uh I thought to myself, I'm going to be different. I'm going to play Cabal with my core box, and I stopped doing that very very quickly. <laughs> Until Malekith. I mean, I can't talk about that. No, you can't talk about that. Hey. You hush your mouth. Well, uh, <laughs> I guess uh, we can move on to games that we've played this week. Uh, I was supposed to have a uh, TTS game for uh, the league I was in. It's supposed to be the last round. Uh, last week, I did have to uh, cancel my game and take the L because I had a friend visiting from out of town. Uh, and then this week, uh, me and my uh, pair, who is from the UK, I believe, uh, so far we haven't been able to make it work just with the time zone change. So we're going to try to see if the TO will let us push it to early next week, but uh, no games for me so far. Brad, did you play any games? I did. Um, I played three games last night, and two of them were MCP. So uh, Michael doesn't get to come down very often. He was there, and we played a game. He was playing his crazy unaffiliated list, and so I thought I knew what I was getting into when we picked. It was superpowered scoundrels and hammers. No, hammers was the last time I played him. It'll come to... Oh, it was Montessi Formula. And um, every time he's played it, he's put down, like, Thanos and X-23, Honey Badger, um, I think Venom, and just, like, a super killy list. And I was playing... I was trying my Thanos-less Black Order list again. And we played 20 points. I played... Corvus Proxima, uh, Black Swan with Power Gem, Ebony Maw, No Gem. Who am you I put missing? Super Giant on the table? Oh, and no, and <laughs> I had Nebula. Super Giant Soul Gem, the meta. I had, <laughs> uh, I had Nebula. That was my last model. Okay. And then he puts down. I love Nebula. Complete curveball. Puts down Venom. Voodoo. 
Black Cat, Toad, Shuri, Miss Marvel, which is 19 points he played a point down. Look at him, unaffiliated and a point down. What an absolute (laughs) champ. What a madman. So he's playing like every scenario piece in the game, plus Venom and Miss Marvel. And Miss Marvel, you could almost argue, is a pretty good scenario piece, too, for Secures. For Secures. But um, he puts that down, and I'm like, oh, um, I'm in trouble. (laughs) And we went back and forth for a couple rounds, and then uh, I managed to kill most of his stuff. To the point where the last turn he had two models left, I dazed both of them, and then won the game out. Michael, it, it was rough. He's an exceptional player. He's yeah, very good. It was rough. But if you told me that you lost to that Franken roster, <laughs> I was gonna be, I, I was gonna be just a little disappointed. Not not much, but just a little bit. Um, this is what he's. This is the roster he's playing Saturday, I think. Oh. Uh, Good luck on him. With with Thanos and X-23 and Honey Badger. So, wow. Then CJ came in. While Michael played CJ, uh, Aaron and I played uh, X-Men United. Um, I played Apocalypse. He played... Uh, Logan from Days of Future Past, and we played against the Maximoff twins, so Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver as oh, the bad guys. And then I played Michael again. Um, let me see if I can think of what the scenarios were. I think it was Super Powered Scoundrels again. And I know it was Legacy Virus. Time out. Did CJ play Web Warriors or did he play something else? He played Criminal Syndicate. Okay, I thought that was Ooh. the other affiliation he was playing. Who won that game? Do you happen to know? Uh, CJ. Nice. Okay. CJ won that game. Um, well, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, then, oh yeah, we played 19 points. You played Scoundrels and what else? Uh, Legacy Virus. And I played Brotherhood, and my intention was to play Heimdall, but I have a specific thing for playing uh, Legacy Virus. It's not one of my scenarios, but I'm so afraid of losing to it that I have tech for it. So uh, I played my tech. He played that exact same list. So I thought I was in a lot of trouble. Um, Toad finally got to live the dream, though. Did he get all three? He got all three. Oh, there it is. Oh, my God. Uh, The last turn, I'll just tell you what the last turn was, because it came... I, I was at 10, and he was at 9 when this happened, or something like that. But, um... At the end of the previous turn, I moved my black cat next to his black cat. But I did not steal the thing because he still had voodoo to go. He went ahead and Brother daniel my black cat anyway. Uh, so the next turn, I started with Magneto. Killed voodoo. He activated Miss Marvel which was the mistake he made that lost him the game. And then my black cat went, stole, moved long, placed, moved long again to be behind Toad, who was in my deployment zone. And uh, Michael looked at the game and he goes, I don't think there's anything I can do about that. (laughs) And so Toad (laughs) just got to take her virus off of her because he had already collected two of them nice nice you love to see it you love to see toad get his win 
<laughs> I've been trying to, since Legacy Virus has come out, I've been trying to get Toad to sacrifice himself, and he finally got to do it. <laughs> it does feel really good when you get that off. Yeah. So she said? No, she got never. <laughs> well, uh, have you been able to play any games at all with your friends up there, Brandon? Or are you guys just mostly, just mostly beaching it? Uh, I mean, I haven't been out of town since July 1st at this point. Uh, uh, we've played some Pokemon, so we've been grinding some Pokemon games up here. Okay. Alright, well, I think that we can uh, kick it into the main topic of this week, which is Ursa Major. So if you guys are ready, we can get right into it. Uh, Ursa Major, a.k.a. Mikhail Ursus, I think that's how you'd say that name is Mikhail. Yep. Uh, he is a seven stam small mover size three four threat. I believe he's on a medium base. Uh, he has uh, the barehanded slap physical attack, which is range two five dice. He has the standard power equal to damage dealt with a wild bleed attached to it. And then he has bare armed brawler, range two seven dice three power for a spender. Before damage is dealt, if the target character is size 4 or less, this character may throw the target character short. After this attack is resolved, the target character gains the stagger special condition, so no trigger needed. Just auto-stagger when you use it. Uh, he has charge. It's your standard, uh, more standard charge ability. Two cost, which is really good. Uh, action, you have move followed by an attack. So the attack can be either... Uh, the bare hand slap or the bare arm brawler. Uh, he has Ursine Temper, which is an active uh, three power cost, which is a choose an interactive interactive excuse me terrain feature size three or less within two throw medium. Uh, and then he has the passive aggressive. So after an attack targeting this character is resolved, if the target if the if this character suffered damage, it may advance short toward the target. God bless, I cannot speak. It may advance short toward the attacking character. We finally got it out. Uh, and that's it. Uh, a little little bare bones on uh, his card, but on his injured side, he has... <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he uh, has no uh, changes. So I don't know if I talked about a stat block or not, but he's 3-3-4. Three, three, so kind of uh, meh for, for a fourth threat, I guess. Uh, I was expecting him to be uh, for physical threat, but I mean, I'll take the four mystic. So yeah, that's it for Ursa Major. What do you guys think about him? Let's uh, let's start with you, Brandon. Um, I mean, <sighs> he is fine. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, there's no. I don't have a wow factor besides the the fact that he's a. A bear. There's nothing that really, you know, gets my gears running. He's pretty generic. I do like his sample um, a lot. I do like the seven and seven. That's uh, above average there for uh, a fourth threat character. Um, charge throw. I mean, he does everything you kind of want him to do. Uh, I don't like the small mover. Uh, he should be. Is he on a medium or a large? Base? He yeah. is. On, he's on a medium base. So yes, the medium base is is fine. So he can get to the points. Um, small still kind of rough, especially if only range two attacks. I I kind of would have liked his builder to be range three. Um, no real reason. Just would have been. Seems like these big four threat characters that kind of have this. Um, Usually have a range three spender for whatever reason, uh, so that would have been a nice little add, I guess, if they would have had that. Um, but I mean, yeah, he he like he's he's fine. He seems this seems like very generic. Like I don't the five dice on his builder too is kind of kind of soft. I mean, like this feel like he feels so generic. Like, so generic. All right, well, what do you think, Brad? What you need to know, I realize, about Ursa Major, 
is that he's a bear. And that's cool. That is cool. <laughs> and I feel like he's they also, play off of that because they were like, we don't have to. He doesn't have to be good to sell. He's just a bear. Yeah, he's also a mutant. That, that's an extra checkbox right there. A, a mutant bear. A mutant bear. I think if he didn't have a charge and a throw, he'd probably be bad. Uh, but he does have those two things. So I think he's pretty decent. Okay. Like he's not... <laughs> and Brandon's reaction shows he's not setting the world on fire. But he's pretty good. Pretty decent is the most hedge bullshit fucking answer of all time. You can't even go with he's pretty good. He's he's pretty decent. He's pretty decent. I think he'll get played in faction and you'll splash him if you want a bear in your team. Yeah, that was I was gonna get to that point of when I went over splash ability that about the only way you're ever gonna splash this fucking guy is uh when you just uh you really want to play a bear, and I'm not. No but one I, in this I, chat is going to blame you for that. I I do really want to play a bear, though. So, what do you think, Fred? Uh, I think that that these guys have summed him up pretty well. I'm I'm not blown away by what's on his card, it, it, and and to what Brandon said, he does seem kind of generic. My first thought is he does what Kingpin kind of does just not as good. Um, but he does have some movement shenanigans that Kingpin doesn't have, and Kingpin wants very badly. Uh, and he does have a, a pretty nice little uh, combination going on with the aggressive and, uh, and, and Darkstar. So I think that he could be very mobile in the right circumstances, I, I I'm I'm not uh, I'm worried that this team is gonna have be a little bit pillow fisted because no, none of this uh, this guy is supposed to be the is big that three hitter. weeks in a row that Fred said that I think Brandon I've never said used it. the frame <laughs> I've never used the term pillow fisted I think Brandon and that oh, is now the, the, the third the... different way you said it oh I'll see. yes. And and that is my take. That's been my take with this faction, and it seems to be more and more correct. Uh, here's the thing about this guy, though, that we don't know, and that is uh, what cards he has associated with him. We know that there's a card that's called Bear Hug, and I, I think that'll be Red Guardians. That'll. Oh really? No. no don't oh, you're you're no. Red. Uh, so uh, that's probably going to be an attack like it'll be one of those cards where he can use this as one of his actions so we'll see how good it is my guess is probably not great and uh, hopefully unaffiliated eight dice reroll any three power stop it I mean, if it's that, then it'd be fantastic. But I don't think it's going to be that. You know what it would be? <laughs> it, would be I mean, really... that's not, it's not that different than the attack that Iron Man gets. What It'd be neat. What if it was like a card where like, because it's called Bear Hug. And like, thematically, like he was giving him a bear hug. And what if he could play it on an enemy and they couldn't like advance on their turn, it would be, ooh, like they could still they could still attack, they could still attack and maybe like place and stuff, but they couldn't couldn't advance. Wouldn't that be cool? I doubt that's that what it would is, be cool, but I, yeah, that would. Uh, but I, we're we're deep into yeah. That uh, just thought that'd be that would be fun. Speculation cast right now, so well, uh, I, I'm I'm I would like to know what his cards are before I really write him. Well, I don't want to say write him off, but I'm not, not blown away. I'm not impressed. Okay. To be perfect. Um, I feel like something I want to mention that hasn't been mentioned. His spender is very, very good. Is like, very good. Yeah. Very, very good. That like is, his spender is, is the, by far that's the fair. best thing about him. And that's not like a negative. Cause that's, that would be the best thing on a lot of models. Um, and other than that, it's, it's not in the same stratosphere as Kingpin as an overall model, so 
But that spender is absolutely fucking gas. I mean, it's really good. Uh, I like. I don't think that the short move is as bad because he does have access to a charge. So it doesn't bother me. I feel like once you get him stuck in, he can reliably stay there. Because, I mean, aggressive plus being size 3. And he has... Like, 7 stam is a lot. And typically things aren't going to... Like, he's never going to be one-shot, probably. Like, it's very small chance that he's going to ever be one-shot. It's going to take something, like, really huge, like a Helios, to get him. And then... Sometimes he might not even be two-tapped. It just depends. So, I, I think that he is pretty durable. I think... Uh, and also, to brand this point, like, that spender is amazing. Like, a size 4 throw, and it's just before damage is dealt. The thing that's really good about that spender is not that it's 7 dice or anything like that. It's that it auto-throws just before the damage is dealt. So, there's just no triggers on it. And then afterwards, they get staggered. So, it's insanely good. Like, it's just a top-tier spender. Uh, everything else, I mean, you kind of... Like, I think everything plays into his kit really well. I kind of wish that he had, like, a pierce, maybe, on his barehanded slap. That that probably would have felt pretty nice. But, I mean, other than that, I think he's yeah. I think he's durable. He has just an absolutely incredible spender. I think that he is pretty mobile. I mean, the short move does hurt, but I think he's pretty mobile, having aggressive and charge. And, again, I think he's kind of hard to displace. I think what I like about him the most outside of his spender and probably a stamp pool, like I'm pretty high on both those things is that I think that he actually will is really good in faction. So when you look at winter guard and what we've seen so far, I like that you have this kind of more durable leader who is going to specifically hang back range four, range five. And then you have this like really like ideal complementary piece to kind of go up front. Cause I mean, once he gets his spender online, he's going to be slapping the shit out of people and kind of really causing a mess for your front line. And then, like, you, you you have to deal with him. You can't, like, just leave him alone. So I like that you have two kind of polar opposite pieces there. Um, but, I, I mean, outside of that, I, I think that for a four-threat character, he, he is kind of middle of the pack. Um that spender really, really bumps him up for me. His spender and stample, that really does kind of amp it up for me a little bit. But I don't, I didn't see him and immediately think that I would take him out of affiliation in a lot of things, except for maybe Kingpin. Because having that kind of displacement in Kingpin is really, really good. So. Do you take him over Black Dwarf? <sighs> you know, maybe. So he's got less. He's got the same amount of health as Black Dwarf. He doesn't have damage reduction, and he can only throw size four on a spender, not his actual throw. Yeah, you still probably put him Black Dwarf, but that, I mean that's that, and that was the kind of the point. I, I kind of point I wanted to make is like I mean I think he's good, but like I think there's a model that's better than that does better things than he does at that same level and so it's like yeah you definitely take him in affiliation but at the same points like this is looking like a real meh affiliation like i just like well we got if you like him but i'm not sure like we I mean, gotta yeah we gotta wait and see what red guardian kind of holds and what their tactics cards are they, they might be i mean there's time, still, yeah there's still stuff to be there's yeah. time will tell and everything but it's just you know right now it's just kind of like all right and, and again it's one of those things like not every affiliation can be amazing not every affiliation can be like super super good. This is going to be a smaller affiliation, and you know they if they do niche things, uh, I would have liked for him to be a little bit more niche of a character. I would kind of I was kind of hoping they would just be four really like good niche pieces that you can like splash in, so you can like kind of splash the affiliation in. Um, it's yeah. kind of seeming like they're all going to kind of play off of each other as like, which is fine. It's just. I think, well, I think they, it's really going to hurt their splash ability. I mean, you're looking at a... I mean, I, he's four. Crimson Dynamo's four. Uh, Dark Stars three. So I imagine... 
I would be surprised if Red Guardian is not four, which would put them at a 15, 15 point base. Which is for four models at a fifteen point base. I mean, I think that they probably can really get splashed, maybe with some of the brawlier factions. But, but I, I mean, I, I like him in affiliation. I think that overall, he he is like a fur four threat. Uh, he's you know a decent piece. Uh, nothing to get overexcited about. But I think that the things that he's aiming to do, he'll probably do pretty well. He'll get into the thick of it. And he'll survive and then throw people around, which is what he's designed to do. So, yeah. uh, But uh, we can kind of go on to, I guess, our rating. So uh, uh, since I'm speaking, I'll just go ahead and start. I think I'm oh, just... his throw is also only terrain, so yeah, I'm out. Yeah. Oh, did you? Did you I thought it was that? terrain. Yeah, I just, I just reread it, and I thought it was terrain or character. And yeah, just terrain. I did not. Well, there's think... no chance you play. There's no chance you play him over Black Dwarf. So, like, if you're considering him, you just play Black Dwarf instead. I mean, yeah, I think you're probably right, but I think if you get three power, you're probably just always doing the bare arm brawler. Yeah, uh, but uh, I, I think I'm gonna give him just a just a C plus for now. I think that for a four threat, like again, in affiliation, he'll do the things that you want him to do pretty well. Out of affiliation, there's nowhere sticking out to me right now that. I think that I would play him again. I think if maybe he had that wild pierce on his bare hand slap, uh, I would I would really really enjoy that. But uh, other than that, um, yeah, uh, C plus. He, he's a he's an okay four threat with or just a really 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 good spender. Uh, I love that spender. Uh, what about you, Brad? Um, I think he is good in faction. Not really splashable unless you want a bear, and uh, which is a perfectly good enough reason to splash this character. That's fair. It's yes. a beautiful. It's a beautiful model. Yes, yes. He looks really, really. Um, cool. He does a little bit of everything, but he doesn't like shine in any one area. Um, I think that's pretty solidly a C. Okay, let's uh, let's go to you, Fred. Uh, I I think I'm with Brad. I'm going to give him a C as well. I, I, I can't think of a situation where I would take him over other models, say Venom or Black Dwarf, out of affiliation. In affiliation, I would bring him, but... Uh, I'm not sure I will be playing this affiliation, so we'll see. Uh, this is all up in the air because there could still... I think that they are they are going to start making a lot more faction-specific uh, tactics cards. Mm-hmm. And this faction has a lot, of, uh, a lot of potential to be turned on by some really well, well-crafted tactics cards. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but... Right now, where things stand, I'm not hot on him, so I'm giving him a C. Okay. Uh, finally, Brandon, what do you think, man? Um, uh, I don't think you ever splash him uh, again, unless you like. First of all, like overall ranking for the model, the name of the attacks, like A plus. Like it's great. <laughs> <laughs> um. If you read everything else, I mean, I, I think he's, I think, he like said, it's really generic. I, I don't, like I said, I don't think you ever really splash him. I think, in reality, you play him in affiliation because you have to. Like, uh, I think he's really like, good in affiliation. I think he gives them a lot of what they need. I mean, there's also a scenario where, like, if Red Guardian, Red Guardian's more of a brawler, which from what little I do know about Red Guardian, which is not a lot. He's also a fighter. So if he's very Captain America-esque, uh, I mean, honestly, at that point, and they say he's five points and he's very Captain America-esque, then you've got nine, ten, eleven. Uh, so, like, twelve with three models? I don't know if you even play him. Like, you probably be on your roster, but, like, how often are you really going to play him? Like, I think that the, it, I think Red Guardian before. Depending on the tactics cards and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna give him a C minus. I just I don't think he's very good. I don't hate him. He's a bear, um, and it really stinks too because like he's coming out with like Malekith, and that Malekith model is the most gorgeous fucking model this game's ever put out. So it's really like, even his model is gonna get overshadowed because it's coming out with like the best model they've ever put together. 
Which is sad because it's a bear. That's, I mean, you're probably not wrong. Malekith probably is the best model that they've designed so far. Oh, that model is absolutely just... But, yeah, it's just, it sucks because, like, if this comes, if this would have came out by itself with, like, no other spoilers, like, I probably would have been enticed to buy the bear, regardless of which card's in it, just to have a bear model. Yeah. But... Well, he's, uh... So you said C minus, yeah C minus. So yeah. C minus, a couple Honestly, C's it's... and C plus. So yeah, I had him at C and I was set on C until I reread that he can't throw a character with his throw, and that's. I think that that's. Oh. I think that Spender puts him in at least C instead of C minus, yeah. but. Uh, the Spender's great. The Spender is great, but you just never attack him, right? Like you just, you can pretty well avoid him. Like I mean, I don't know. Like that's that's kind of the thing with the aggressive too. That's kind of noxious. It's like. You're never really gonna like attack him, right? Like, or you like wait for him to activate and then you can attack him, and kind of like try to daze him in one go, and then you know he gets a nice little turn off, and then you just run it back and try to take him down because I mean no damage reduction, no defensive tech. Like I mean seven's a lot, but I mean three dice is he's gonna die. Yeah, I think mean, he's fine. Yeah, was... I just, I, I think my my minus is definitely coming from the fact that I just reread that there was no character and it kind of bummed me out. Why can't a bear throw a person? He does with Come bear on. on brawler. He has, um, <laughs> Brandon. He has the same throw combo as uh, Rogue. Three point spender to throw yeah. character. Uh, three point. Oh, Terrain throw. I think what has been my biggest complaint ever with Rogue is that her throw on her person is only terrain. Yeah, but I think that's kind of the direction that they're going now is to not give you two avenues of throws. It's they're attaching throws onto an attack, and they're giving you terrain throws on like. I don't mind that. It's just it's just going to be like it definitely makes those characters who can throw both. That the much more best important. thrower like, in the bad game five can't points throw characters. characters. The best thrower in the game. He can't even throw characters. Who's your hypothetically best thrower in the game? Magneto. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's fair, though. He should be able to throw Wolverine, though. And Colossus. That's true. Yeah. There should, there definitely should be an errata that he can just throw oh, Captain America. Beings. There should be a tactics card. They yeah. should come out with one down the road that like lets Magneto throw all those characters. But but Magneto's is the least thematic that he doesn't throw characters. Yeah. Well, uh, C's across the board, ranging from C plus to C minus. Uh, so very very middling character, probably good in affiliation. Um, and then you you probably don't see him too much more after that, unless somebody finds some kind of jank with him that we're not seeing. But um, overall. Very, very, very middle of the road. But um, let's uh, let's move on to comic book recommendations. What do you have for us, Brad? Okay, just a reminder and uh, tell people who maybe this is their first episode. I gave an overall uh, Winter Guard recommendation, and then each character is going to get one individual recommendation because there aren't that many stories with the Winter Guard. So... To have stories down the road, if they release more characters, they're each getting one. So, Ursa Major's character uh, recommendation is Avengers 2018, which is the current series, uh, 10 and 11. This is by Jason Aaron, and there were a bunch of artists. Like, between the two issues, there were like 10 or something. I didn't write all their names down. I also wrote a little side note. For those that have seen Thor Love and Thunder, Jason Aaron wrote the story that the movie is loosely based on. Um, invented Gore, uh, the God Butcher. And uh, that story arc has Asad Ribic art. And I've gone on and on about how good Asad Ribic is. So um, just an extra little recommendation in there. But... Uh, the story arc, the parts that concern Ursa Major, he starts in a gulag, uh, but the go- Russian government comes and is willing to free him and wipe his record if he'll work with the new Winter Guard. 
Um, he later has a run-in with Black Panther. Um, it doesn't go so well, um, but it's good times. Uh, if you've seen the picture, well, if you haven't, um, I don't know how you found this episode. The picture of <laughs> Ursa Major sitting at a table, um, like with a bottle of alcohol, like that is from this comic. Uh, it's also going to the picture of the thumbnail for the episode. Oh, nice! Let me look on audio that. and YouTube is that picture. That's what I'm saying. Like you probably saw it at least when you clicked on this video or went to this episode on iTunes or whatever. All right. Nice. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to that thumbnail. That's going to be something good. Gigantic Russian bear drinking. I'm probably vodka. I mean, probably vodka. Don't get much better than that. Uh, let's talk about what we're going to be playing them in. Let's start with you, Brandon. Did you have a list? You're going to be playing him in. Uh, nothing. Okay. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm nothing. kidding. Dark Dimension. That was a joke. Um, I mean, I got I'm on my, so I'm dual tasking on my phone. So if someone wants to go, I can get mine pulled up. Okay, I've got mine. <laughs> yeah, right go, here. go ahead. Do, do okay. it. Do the thing. Play him with Winter Guard. Yep. Or X Men because he's immune. Yep. Uh, I've I've got one. Uh, um, and and so Jared, you said uh, jokingly in Dark Dimension. Don't steal it. I was, uh, I was I, serious. Oh, well, I was gonna put him in Dark Dimension. <laughs> Go ahead. We'll share uh, this one. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, uh, you are better at putting together sentences than me, but uh, I I was just thinking that that extra power would almost certainly help him to use that spender more often. And uh, it would make it, and he's got a lot of stuff on his card, like he can charge a lot uh, to 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 burn off excess power in in factions. So there's lots of stuff that he can use that that extra power would help him with. Uh, you go. Uh, yeah, I like him uh, specifically because um, he's a, a tankier piece, and I find that. Where I'm taking a lot of cheaper characters in Dark Dimension, uh, I mean they die, <laughs> they they die pretty good. Uh, seven health is kind of an awkward one to kind of leave him at one on. That way the leadership doesn't uh, daze him in the power phase, so it makes that less likely to trigger. And then his charge is always online, which I like to take Zemo and stuff like that. So anytime that you can just automatically charge all the time, I like that in Dark Dimension. But I specifically like him. Because he gives you a good uh, a good piece to hold down lines, and you get to bear arm brawlers more often. And I really like that because the pieces that scare me the most are things like Hulk uh, into Dormammu or She-Hulk. And I really like being able to throw those characters away and then also giving them a stagger to kind of help protect my Dormammu or maybe even my... Uh, my uh, squishier pieces so i like him for that uh yeah i think he'll be okay in dark dimension yeah go ahead brandon that, that's the oh, one sorry. that i could come up with that was uh that i could think of splashing him in uh yeah i, I mean i like him in, in that so uh yeah do you have your your roster brandon yeah. or your list sorry i was helping a seven-year-old find a pebble in a charger i do have a list and it's kind of funny um because i forgot that i put this list together um and it's very enjoyable for me to recreate it because the leader of the list that i have is going to feed off of brad's love for mutants yes i'm already in so i think you should play ursa major with X-Men, with Cyclops. I knew that's right. Oh. <laughs> because the best thing about Ursa Major, by a long shot, is what? The Spender. His Spender. And guess what Cyclops can do? He can make that Spender cost one. Right? All right. Eh, All kinda. Right. Two, different, two different allies can pay one, right? And reduce it to one? Yeah. Kinda. 
kind of. Well, Technically, that worked. He's saying yeah. kind of because it does work. He's just not a fan of where you're going with it. <laughs> no, it's you. You never get to do his thing. You do Cyclops if you build your entire list around playing Cyclops and Ursa Major, and then some of the ranged um, X Men members like. The one and only Jean Grey. Oh, no, oh yeah. No, she's not, don't she's kid. Not. Don't be joking. Keep going. She's not. She's not. <laughs> she's not on this list. Um, uh, just yeah, you just play your. Yeah, you just play your. Honestly, I mean, oh God, no, I can't even convince myself. Um, I couldn't hold it together. Uh, but yeah, I think with Cyclops, you can take advantage of Cyclops's leadership. Um, Play some, play, you know, st- then play Storm, but don't use her leadership. Uh, is that is Cyclops' leadership once per turn? I, I've never seen him. Like, I haven't looked no. at this card in so long. It's not? Oh, you could really get him in the thick of things, and then you could get off two spenders, easy peasy. So for the fact that nobody's probably ever read Cyclops' leadership, I'm going to go ahead and read it. Yeah. So once per turn... When an ally Isn't character an attack action, but before it chooses an attack to use, any uh, number of ally characters within three of the attacking so much worse than may I thought. spend one power. <laughs> For each one power spent in this way, reduce the cost of the attacking character's by one to a minimum one for this attack action. Uh, Jesus Christ. That's just so bad. Like, how, how did that make it? It's even better because, like, even Brad, who has only ever played mutants, had it wrong. <laughs> it's so much worse than I thought. Oh, shit. However, with <sighs> Ursa Major, you can take full advantage of a spender one time. And, uh, yeah, you one, know, then, you, then you have the power left over to throw, you know, throw a piece of terrain and not a character i mean if he starts off with three power he could charge and then if you've the turn before pre-put everyone in the spot that he will be then you <laughs> can use cyclops's leadership and charge and get a veron brawler off for three that's a lot of business for for this to work <laughs> you're a man of science fred make it work no i mean you just have to you know, throw in some characters that uh, are good. Throw in, you know, like Beast and Colossus. You know, Rogue. And Ooh. just play like a million and a half points because that's the only way that roster is going to work. You could, you're going to lose, but you you're going to have uh, a bear on the table. So you could do you like Cyclops, Ursa Major, Beast, take Lockjaw, and have like a real, just like a real zoo. That'd be good, right? Take Rocket Raccoon. I'm actually, I'm actually pretty well all in on that. Yeah, Rocket, yeah, Beast, take a fucking... Major, Lockjaw. Don't even take then... Cyclops anymore. Take just take Craven. Take Craven yeah. and then nothing but yeah. animals. Yeah, that's that's there's an unaffiliated list for you, Michael. And then and then you can have Malekith riding the Oh sure yeah. I'm the trying to see if there's any more animals that I'm missing. Um you know Lizard. In all seriousness, something that I might play for fun just to, like, dick around is uh, playing, like, absolutely nothing but uh, aggressive people. Aggressive is definitely becoming much more common, right? It is. It's going to take a whole list full of just people that have aggressive. We don't get damage reduction anymore, but we sure get an aggressive. Which is... How many... How many characters have aggressive? Sounds like a Cerebro search to me. I'm doing it now. I want to go with six. Uh, you got five. You got Ursa Major, Scourge, She-Hulk, Sabretooth, Crossbones. You just play Crossbones. Yeah, I mean, I have to play cro- cross Crossbones, but what is that? That's six, ten, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. 18, 19, 20. That's 20 threat of aggressive. <laughs> if you don't take She-Hulk, you could actually play Cabal with nothing, with like a lot of aggressive models. So, there's that. 
Well, uh, for our... Nobody's ever going to target Crossbones because he'll never be near anybody. Uh, he'll get in the fight eventually, my guy. You just got to give him a couple turns. Uh, but we'll, uh, take us, take us out, Fred, with your, uh, with your non-sequitur recommendation. Okay, so I, I struggled with this one a little bit. Uh, I was, my first thought when, when I saw that it was going to be this guy is the movie The Revenant, the Leonardo DiCaprio movie. (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah, I'm here for some huge laughs. That is not, yeah, that is not my recommendation for several reasons. One, I think it's a little bit too sequitur. It's a little bit too on the nose. Uh, but two, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep this to stuff that I like unequivocally like. And I, 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 the movie was fine. I didn't, I didn't love it. It was, it was fine. Uh, so instead of that, I'm going to go to another American frontier, uh, adventure movie uh and this one is an adventure movie from the 90s uh and this is a movie called the last of the mohicans oh okay yeah, uh, that's, that's a good one yeah th- this is uh daniel day lewis at his hottest uh and this is also just a a, a, a ver- and a, a, it's also a white savior narrative if uh let's just call it what it is but it's also a great movie uh, about an adventure that's taking place on the frontier in colonial America. It, it's really exciting. It holds up, and the soundtrack is kind of incredible. Uh, and I I highly recommend it. It's a very good movie. It is a good movie. Yeah. Well, I, I'm actually, I am going well, to. I, oh, go ahead. I've got one. Oh, what were you going to say? I've got one more thing, but it can wait. Well, we were talking about Hugh Glass. I was just going to say for people who, who do listen to podcasts, I mean, you're listening to this one, so you probably listen to podcasts, but uh, The Dollop with uh, Dave Anthony and Gareth Reynolds, uh, they, they're hilarious. And if you've never listened to them before, they, uh, they cover just crazy shit throughout, throughout history. <laughs> like, it's just, it'd blow your mind some of the shit that's happened uh, that they talk about. But they're both comedians. Uh, and they're hilarious, and uh, they specifically have an episode about Hugh Glass, who was... Uh, their Hugh... Do what? Their Hugh Glass episode was the first episode of theirs I listened to, and it was fantastic. It is so funny. So, if anything, just uh, look up the dollop, and watch, or listen to their episode on Hugh Glass, because it's... That was who Leonardo DiCaprio portrayed in The Revenant, and it is fucking hilarious. I was rolling laughing whenever I listened to it. But all right, go ahead. Hey, hey, Jared. Yeah. Uh, to take you behind the curtain, uh, uh, I had debated bringing the dollop as my non sequitur recommendation. <laughs> nice. I mean, that episode was so uh, funny. Just for that reason. Yeah. yeah uh, but uh, there is one thing that I would like to request at the end of my segment, and that is, uh, hey, hey, Brandon, what's your uh, keep this kind of uh, kind of uh, small, but what's your letter recommendation for your letter grade for Dark Star? Oh, oh. I I don't remember. Okay. Uh, hold on, hold on, All right, hold on. That's good. Just feel it. Just feel it. I'm putting you on the spot. Feel it inside. Just give us a letter. What is it? I've got to. I got to go remind myself. I'll be honest. I knew I probably wasn't gonna make Dark Star, so. I didn't. I don't. I feel like it wasn't great. A B C D. A B C D. What you yeah. got? Real quick. Uh, what you got? What you got? Uh, C minus. Okay. There it is. Marked right. forever. C minus. All right. So uh, that's it for me. Uh, take us away, Jared. All right. Well, that wraps us up this week for Ursa Major. Uh, if you are listening to us on YouTube, or if you're listening to us on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you're, you're finding us, uh, stay tuned in next week, because we will be talking about Malekith, so that's a very exciting piece, I know that, just, yeah, all of us are, are looking forward to talking about him, so uh, be sure to stay tuned, if you're watching us on YouTube and stuff, make sure to give us a like and a subscribe, helps out with the channel, and until then, we'll see you guys next time, bye!